Hello and welcome to episode 127 of How About This? Random facts for you. Random facts. Can I just say, ask something? Yeah. yeah. Is 127 a prime? Uh, 127 oh. is a prime. Yay! Yes. Yes. Well done. Thank prime you. number. Prime. It's uh, a prime. Uh, uh, a three number prime. Uh, uh, it's three number prime. You don't get many three number primes. No. Well, you probably get this probably a, a heap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I feel like you don't get we a lot. We don't come across that many. Not yet. No. Yeah. Yes. Uh, no. But in random <laughs> random facts list one two seven. Yes. Africanized bees, known as killer bees. Yeah. Oh, are breed. That seems like a bad rap. They're breed hybrids that accidentally escaped lab quarantine. Oh, and wow. since then have spread throughout the Americas. You're not God. <laughs> what are you doing? You're science? not God. That's insane. I didn't know that. I, I know. That's why it's such a good fact. That's so cool. And science. I mean, not just, cool, but it's like science, classic. Science has done a good job of. Not taken much of a hit for that, haven't yeah, they? I Covering know. up. There's a lot of movies. The other thing they, the bad rep around that is because there were all those shitty movies, telly movies, and B movies about yeah. killer bees. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When and did classic that si- uh, Classic science. I reckon they just tapped into racism to cover their tracks. African, African bees. These are African bees. Yeah. They're Africanized. Where'd they come from? Probably Africa. 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 You know what Africa's like. Oh, it's deadly. Oh, watch oh, out. Can't trust Africans. Oh. So, America's being overrun by African yes. bees. <laughs> did that? What is so, it? Bee wall. So did they? Where, oh, so many questions. You don't know the answer no, to no, the no, job. No, no, no. It's like, where did they escape? I did not drill. I, I need should, to research into that. I should look how fascinating. Many, how many escaped? And like, did they just, just breed two. like Adam and Eve? Adam and Eve. And they just, they just, but they got the bad rep of killer bees. Are they killer bees? Uh, I think or they, they just, can cause some damage. I they, think they're. I, uh, yeah. Well, if they're weaponized bees, they're probably trying to train the bees to like yep. un- unlock doors. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard. A, I was listening to a podcast with a dog trainer. Um, and she, her, um, because uh, Carl has a puppy. Yeah, because I got a puppy. Yeah. So he wants to know everything about puppies. I, got, I must know okay. everything. I must be educated. Yes. Um, it's a whole new subject in podcast <laughs> searches that you've unlocked. Achieved unlocked. Her mentors were people who worked for the government training animals to do crazy things, yeah. like cockroaches to switch on light switches. Yeah. Right. Um, and like a seal that would have a leg clamp that would, if someone was trying to attach a bomb to a ship, it would clamp the thing around it and then tow it to the surface. Tow the, do- right. the, the, people, the person. The espionage person. So the seal didn't have a leg clamp because seals don't have legs. No. But they had a leg it, clamp it to attach to humans. Thing. Yeah, you right. know, cats that they trained with sound so they could get it to go closer and further, change direction, go up, go down, so they could, you know, sneak in and listen to conversations and things like just right. crazy stuff. Crazy. So the, the killer beast thing, very believable. Yeah. So believable. What's the TV show or movie where they've trained cockroaches to take... Uh, it, they're in prison and they've trained cockroaches to take cigarettes from one room to another? I don't know. Oh, I really? It, I think it might be Orange is the New Black, but like uh, they're not in the normal prison. Right. Been. I think uh, they get moved to this other prison and someone there. I think that's what it is. But yeah, as soon as you said training cockroaches, right. I, I thought of them taping um, cigarettes to the back of cockroaches and awesome. sending, sending them and they had their underground cigarette market <laughs> being trafficked by cockroaches. Classic. Ingenious. So cockroaches, they're an untapped resource. They I are, mean, obviously people, everywhere. people have started tapping them. Yeah. But um, what could, what could we as how about this? Get cockroaches to do for us. Oh. 
Why aren't we using cockroaches? I don't know. We could train cockroaches to log into people's Facebook accounts and like us. That's true. Yeah. Like our page. Just three more people. Three more people to get to the magic 500. All we need is... I reckon we only need one motivated cockroach yeah. to do that. We don't need to train even three cockroaches. Just house to, to house. Yeah. yeah. Uh, everyone's got Facebook. I think you don't, it's the thing about cockroaches, you probably said this in the podcast, you don't need to train them. They want to work for you. <laughs> That's true. You've just got to be nice to yeah. them. Just unlock your potential. Yeah. Because most people see cockroaches, they, they're them. like, kill they want to kill them. Kill them. Just be nice to a cockroach. Yeah. It'll do. It'll give you a back massage. <laughs> oh, yeah. It'll bring you your slippers. Yeah. Just clap. <laughs> That, that means bringing my slippers and cockroach. My wife is a little bit like cockroaches the way you are about spiders, Jason. Right, okay. Like she's just like, like she, she oh. sees one and it's like, oh God, oh God. Well, this works great because I was just thinking that little conversation there uh, ties in with a conversation we were having recently about what could the mascot for how about this be? A cockroach. Yes. And I think a cockroach yes. is perfect. And your wife doesn't like cockroaches, yes. also doesn't like this podcast. <laughs> so, <laughs> I not think that she doesn't like it. She just doesn't listen. She's not a podcast she person. To it because she doesn't like it. Um, it's no, but true. I think uh, ever since we started talking about your one true love, Rebecca McBean, yeah. she no. really she's started to out. take She tuned out before that. She tuned out when Jason talked about some woman's hair. <laughs> <laughs> she found that creepy. And she was like, <laughs> I never listened to it again. She's like, I'm out. Um, yeah, but anyway, I think this is the starting point for our mascot. We've had a, a, a little bit of uh, t- back and forth on the social medias about what could be, but this is the first one I felt good about. I yeah. like it. You can't kill a cockroach and you can't kill this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Many have tried. <laughs> Many have run screaming from this podcast. Um, here's a little history lesson. Um, there was a dispute over whether Newton or Leibniz invented calculus. Oh, right. And this dispute was decided by the Royal Society. I'm, oh. I'm with um, Newton all day well, because I've uh, never heard of schnitz bits. <laughs> yes, and, and this is why because the Royal Society found in favour uh, that Newton. They they decided they got together and they Racist. decided that uh, Newton invented calculus. Now here's a little back uh, story for the Royal Society. Newton was the president of the Royal Society. <laughs> <laughs> he appointed an impartial committee uh-huh. to impartial. decide the issue, which sure. concluded in its official report that Newton was the inventor. Newton was the anonymous author of that report. <laughs> So, I'm Leibniz surprised got it's well and truly fucked on the. <laughs> I'm on surprised the it's called debate. calculus. It should just be called Newtonus. <laughs> Newtonus. <laughs> it's probably uh, uh, sorry, Newton. We we need to go through and everywhere you've written me, you need to cross that out. And but write Newton, Newton is <laughs> Newton is a unit of measurement, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He he invented he he decided he, that he decided that he was on the committee. <laughs> yeah, it's a measurement of force. So what's the best unit of measurement? It's we called could, a Newton. We could call it Newtons. All in favour say aye. 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 It was just him in a room. <laughs> <laughs> and a bunch of speakers under people's chairs. <laughs> the eyes have it. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, but that's rough, man. That is. Um, and uh, speaking of history, a two-month-old baby boy named yes. Ernest, Ooh. Ernest was raffled off at the 1909 World's Fair in Seattle. Did he go what? to camp after that? No one claimed him with the winning ticket, and it's unclear what happened to him. Holy oh shit! No. <laughs> Who was a kid as a prize? I mean, I guess if you wanted a kid, I guess, yeah. It's a Maybe you just got a ticket when you came through the door. <laughs> I, looked, like, Fuck no, I looked a little no. bit into the history of it, trying to figure out what was going on there. Because uh, I think part of the fair, they had a baby incubator. Right. Story. And so as part of that uh, sort of thing, they and raffled off a baby. And so it's wow. all orphans, is it? I don't know if you'd get away with that today. No, I don't know. A baby Good. raffle. Yeah, because you think? I just, it depends. 
I want to try and have a baby raffle you'd at our upcoming vet, live podcast. Yeah. You'd want to vet the people. So, so if people have a baby that yeah. they're not using... Not using um, and you want to donate to How About This... this yeah, we'll take it. Um, we'll take it. We'll, we'll do all the paperwork. Click, on the, click on the link with the friendly cockroach as <laughs> the mascot. Most of, it, most of you know where I live. Just leave it on my doorstep. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no one knows what happened. No so one knows Ernest. what happened to little baby Ernest. People have speculated that's the backstory of Ernest in all those movies. Ernest um, goes to camp. Ernest goes to camp. Is that oh, he really? Was the, he was the baby. The timeline doesn't work out. But no. just, you know, it sounds very much like, which was probably written before it though, um, um, so, uh, the importance of being Ernest. Nice. Like a kid right. found in a handbag. Is that right? Maybe that's what it's yeah. all tied oh, to. A handbag. Interesting. <laughs> Classic line. <laughs> um, police broke up a Lego heist ring last year. Ah. <laughs> uh, Oh. For stealing $40,000 worth of bricks. Holy shit. And found one of the suspects was also in possession of another $160,000 worth of bricks. Holy oh my shit. Which was 18 pallets worth of Lego. That's wow. a lot of Lego. I love that because it's a niche heist. <laughs> it is. These are guys that thought we could get away with this. What's undervalued? You know. I hope that every piece of equipment that they use to execute the heist is built out of Lego. <laughs> Lego cars, Lego tools. And they're running away and they need to get over a wall and they build a ladder out of Lego and they climb the wall. That's insane. That's great. It's a story waiting to happen. Oh, the, the oh that's going to be a movie, the yeah. Lego yeah, heist. It's like Ocean's Lego. And Lego should make it. That's, uh, that's so cool. And it's also, to me, when I read that, I thought that is something... Carl could get on board. Yeah, Lego because we could we could move that on because you could you could sell that in little portions. Just turn up to the local market. Yeah, yep. just just bu- put a bunch of bricks in random bags yeah. and just say use Lego. Yeah, just that, you can't get just done. Sell for it off that. like that. You can't get. It's not, there's, I you mean, can't trace it. It's and you be, you become just famous on the on the market circuit. Yeah, that guy's always got, got Lego got, to sell. Yeah, and if you if you look at him in the right way and you say the secret uh, as a secret word, he takes you over to his van and inside his van he's just like a like classic Lego bits that you can't get anywhere else. Is like you want the good stuff? Come over here. Come over here. And uh, in there you've got like the, all the pirate stuff that people want. Every, everything. <laughs> space you, space imagine Lego. Imagine like it's like someone comes into a room, slams down a blueprint on a table, like a CD room, says, "All right, we've got a shipment going from Paris to Nice. <laughs> one truck, <laughs> and then <laughs> low security. It's just one you just truck sending, driver, no guns. Sending letters to Lego, blackmailing them, and then you send like a Lego we got you fi- a Lego finger like in the mail. <laughs> Um, tiny Lego but heads. I love it. But also, they got caught, so I it know. wasn't it wasn't the perfect crime they imagined. Oh, but it's a great crime. Someone talked, I reckon. Someone <laughs> got drunk at the pub. It was like, I got so much Lego. <laughs> you want Lego? I could get you Lego. It's just Talkie Jim, the guy who's the cousin of someone, and they're like, Do we have to bring Talkie Jim? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna bring Talkie Jim. Yeah, he's my cousin. He's looking after my kid on Saturday night. But he's and then he's drunk, just going fr- buy drinks or everyone. You want with, some Lego with Lego little gold Lego yeah. um, bops? What have they called them? I don't know what they're called. I don't know. Bops. I don't know, I don't know enough you know about the Lego. Little, you know, in the, the games. coins you collect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right. Uh, um, buttons, bips, but, buttons, bops. Bips, bops. Something. You guys don't know anything about I anything. I don't know. I've played a lot of those games. Well, maybe though. we stole a lot of Lego and we just were acting dumb. Uh, that's I true. Don't know where, where, yeah, well, I, I wouldn't know. I don't know anything about the Lego. <laughs> um, uh, this, this is rich in history, this, le- this list, and yeah. I'm loving it. Awesome. Um, Kyoto. Yes. Stud. Stud. Stud, of course. Yeah, I should have known that. Anyway, sorry. That's all right. In Kyoto, Kyoto Japan. was spared from much of the, des- the, the destruction of World War II. It was removed from the atomic bomb target list by personal intervention of Secretary of War Henry L. Stimson, who wanted to save this Stimson? cultural centre because 
He he went on his honeymoon there. Oh, oh. really? So Kyoto was spared just because some guy yes. who had some, you know, who could pull some strings, yeah. just went. Oh, I'm honeymoon. Don't don't bomb that. Don't bomb that. Oh, Hiroshima. Sad. Fuck that place. That'd be a very bad omen for my wedding. Yeah. For, my, for my marriage. Yeah. If the place where we celebrated our our getting our, our ceremony and our and yeah. our union was wiped off the map. I wonder what um, happened so went, to him in oh, Hiroshima. He, he went, and, so, <laughs> and I also wonder did he. <laughs> Did he swap? But like, did he did he, he swap the name? Like Tokyo was because oh, was did the, he just like slip it in? No, no, no. Was it wasn't going to be Hiroshima and Kyoto? Mm. And he went, oh no, 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 let's not do Kyoto. And he swapped it over to was it Nagasaki? Nagasaki yeah. Yep. And so was Nagasaki going to be fine right. until this guy fucking Stimson goes? Oh, I love Kyoto. But wasn't it? Maybe it was on this podcast. There was another thing where. A town just it got picked because the the other place they were going to go to got there was the weather and the wind and sh- stuff like that caused the change as well. Oh, saved them. And then yeah, so it saved right. one town and de- condemned another town. But then there was also there's a story of this guy who was he was in either one Hiroshima, let's say first mm. bomb dropped, fucking hauls ass, survives the blast and everything like that, takes refuge in Nagasaki. Oh, dude. <laughs> Same thing again. <laughs> Paul's ass got away. Got away as well, and like I think he might have died recently. That's why it was in the news and stuff. Like I think it was like last year or the year before. But yeah, yeah, managed to survive too. Wow. But I think he got like he got some burns and things. Like it right. wasn't like he was just like oh there it is. It was like he was insanely lucky twice. Like lightning striking twice. Lucky. Yeah. Mm. I was. Yeah. Uh, I saw a news report last night about uh, Fukushima, Fukushima. Uh, Fukushima, which of course uh, got, had the nuclear disaster. It's in, a completely um, different word, but it reminds me of the interjection word they use in the Iron Chef, the Japanese. Uh, yeah, yeah. Focus on. Focus on. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> he seems to be using uh, ink squid, the uh, squid ink, to color the ice cream, which is <laughs> unconventional, but. I can't, uh, I, I don't know if it's going to set in time. He's really pushing the limits here. Squid ink, well, that is something you don't see every day <laughs> in a tuner uh, challenge. I'm glad I don't have to taste that one. I'm Fukusa. happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> we nailed our yeah, Iron we did. Chef impersonation. We did, we did. Well done, everyone. Uh, uh, yeah, so but, uh, in, in but not in focus on in Fukushima, Fukushima. Uh, which uh, which is the place the nuclear had the meltdown uh, after the uh, tsunami. Uh, they're trying to start moving people back in to the area, like they've right. decontaminated and stuff like that. So they're trying to move villages back in, but uh, all wild pigs have taken over. (laughs) And they're not just wild pigs. They're irradiated mutant wild pigs. Oh my God, it's like a fucking video game. They've animal farmed it. They've animal farmed it. (laughs) Four legs bad, two legs best. (laughs) And so, yeah, they can't move people back in because all the wild pigs have come down from the hill. They can't. mafia. They they have to have specialist teams to take out the pigs because they're so irradiated that you can't. Handle the pig. You can't oh, just hunt the pigs and handle them. They've become some awesome bacon, and they've <laughs> stolen all the Lego from the outlying uh, areas yeah, and built, built a fort. fortifications. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so this, just send in like Ronin teams. Oh, that's Love amazing. Is that, uh, that's uh, you can't have a Ronin team because a Ronin is, is by it, themselves is of one of one a, a masterless a team samurai. of Ronin. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I imagine that five Ronin coming in from different directions, taking oh, out yeah. pigs. A, I would, I would tell you that the the world is full of stories where lone wolves team up with other lone wolves yeah. and form a band of lone wolves. Because they have to, yeah, yeah, they yeah. To. And they have to learn that's, to play as a team. Yeah. It's and all, so that's all, all those run. movies. Yeah. Yeah, so you can't. Ronins can team up, but seven, only, seven, right. only is there only is, as long as they all know that we're only teaming up for this one purpose. Yeah, yep. I don't like and any I'm of still you. Still alone, I still work alone. And at the end, it's like, hey, Ronin number two, you're okay. <laughs> yeah, 
but I never want to see you again. Yeah, never want to see you again. We have to go out. Unless yeah. more wild pigs take over. I've got over one it. final fact, right. uh, just to lower the tone a little bit. Um, oh, I feel like we've been too historical yeah, and yeah. I've broadened my knowledge. In oh, far too, too much. I'm, I feel much too educated after this um, random list. Um, and this is educational, but it lowers the tone a little. Um, vultures' stomach systems yes. are so strong ah. that they can process anthrax, cholera, Whoa. and botulism. Yeah. Their feces... Is completely sterile, which oh. cleans their legs since they've been walking in the stuff most oh, likely. So they walk that. in horrible stuff, right. but then they, they, they crap all over themselves and it sterilizes themselves and it also cools them down because they can't sweat. So right. whenever they're like getting hot, they're like, I'm going to shit on myself. I'm going to shit on myself. And I think, is that something marathon runners could take on? I think some marathon runners follow the same path because a lot of them ended up just crapping their dacks. That's, about, it, that's when they're... Is it they're shutting down or is it going to think, I'm just a I'm bit just hot. a bit hot. And I'm not sweating enough. Time to, time to sh- shart right down, my, right down my legs. Time to shart to cool myself down as I also, wobble Also, I'm ground. going into a coma now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm so hot, I'm going to just shut down. I'm going to harness the power of the vulture. Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> I didn't know that. I knew that their, their guts, because they can eat bones and, yeah. the, and their guts will dissolve the bone and stuff. Like, they're yeah. insane like that. Um, I also know that, they, you know, like... Scientists are studying a lot of things in nature because of that sort of stuff, mm. like glues from natural marine animals that cling to things and stuff, right. and um, and vultures stuff like that because they're immune to the, all those crazy things. But I didn't know that they shit on themselves and that they, which makes <laughs> Classic sense. Vultures. It makes sense. So they're walking through the stuff yeah, to kill them, and yeah. that's the stuff that neutralizes it. That's amazing. Um, and I was thinking, there's another thing. Why aren't we harnessing the vulture? Yeah, like I Maybe feel the like vulture should be our mascot. Oh, like I'm thinking, do we need a coat of arms with a vulture oh. shitting itself? <laughs> <laughs> Which I think, I mean, that ties in with a lot of episodes of How yeah, About This. a vulture eating a cockroach. A <laughs> vulture eating a cockroach. And the cockroach is happy about it. Yeah. A cockroach riding a, a, vulture. a vulture. Cockroach riding a vulture. Yeah, like, like uh, uh, Gandalf riding yes. an eagle. Yes. But I was thinking, how can we harness the power of the vulture? Like I was thinking, uh, why are we using paper shredders and, and, and garbage disposal units? Why don't we just have vultures? Vultures. Yeah. Just feed everything to vultures. But I was thinking, maybe they don't want to eat that they stuff. They don't want to so eat that stuff. Why don't we combine? Snails. A goat and a vulture. <laughs> Goats eat everything. Yep. But it's going to make them sick. Vultures never get sick. They can eat anything. So oh. when the, we need the when gut the goat... of a vulture inside the appetite of a goat. They've nice. made that. If they can make killer Africanized bees, racist <laughs> bees, they, they've made that already. It just hasn't escaped yet. And if you want to just destroy something uh, and know it's destroyed, you feed it to your, 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 your goat vulture. And it's gone. Did you see uh, in uh, New Zealand, I think it was Auckland, the octopus escaped from the aquarium? No. What? <laughs> How does that even happen? <laughs> it happened like a dozen in Pixar films. Was it being, and, ri- was I, being ridden by a cockroach? I, I reckon they were, they were experimenting on that octopus. Like in, right. that, like in that shark movie where they wanted to cure Alzheimer's by making the sharks smarter. Oh, and they had to make the sharks bigger because of the part of the yeah. brain that they needed stuff exactly from was Exactly so what was small. going on in this Auckland killer Mako aquarium. Sharks. It literally crawled out of its tank <laughs> yeah. and went down a drain pipe. Made a run for it. <laughs> How big was it? It's, it was a big octopus. Oh wow! Big it went down an Alzheimer's. Yeah, it <laughs> went down. It went down a, a, a drain pipe like like a uh, like an eighth of its size right. and just like squeezed its way down oh, and out. And they were just like they came in. The octopus was going to like, well done, well octopus. played, octopus. well played. Well played. He's just sitting there watching the whole time. I reckon I could. I reckon I could get out of there. <laughs> Crawled out of his tank. That is a that is a sweet escape, and um and that could be a scene from Finding Finding Nemo. Yeah, yeah. But did it get into the the drain pipes? Hopefully, it got straight to the ocean because it's you know all Apparently the toilets and the sewage and stuff is is fresh water. According to the reports, I've read it's, it's, got, it's gone. It's free. It's, it's gone. Free. Or it got eat by 
kill right. pigs. Or yeah. A, yeah, I was going to say I got eaten by a crocodile living in the sewers. Alone New, alone New Zealand. You're in pig sewers now. So we were away. Uh, yes, this is why we're recording. We're on recording a on a Saturday morning, yeah. right. sweet a Saturday morning recording. Bazaar, and Rick and no, but Spark is a pretty busy company uh, that has a lot of pies to put their fingers in. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, and we're, we taste it. This pie is cold. <laughs> this pie is hot. This pie is just right. And Get out of my bed. And that's how you give feedback. I will, <laughs> will not be out of your bed, Rick. I will not. Um. So anyway, flying up there. Um, yes. I get into my seat. Yes. I book my seats uh, early so I can get a window seat, and I, I book it so there's someone on the aisle. So Carl hopefully, does, I, I will say, Carl does not muck about with with check ins. In. No. I'm, I'm very like a days ago with check ins. You are, in. but you I'm don't like, care. I like to go to the, but I do like to sit on you, a window or an aisle. Like, but right. um, but I am a bit more like a days ago. But Carl's all right. Carl's always like. 24 hour. As soon as the 24 hour window yeah, opens, I'm, I'm there like, too. Have you checked in? Yep. Have you checked in? I'm like, it's no. not. I don't think it's 24 hours. It's not because I did it earlier than 24 yeah. hours. You it's found not the 24 loophole. hours, and I and Ma- and the most of the plane was booked up there. And yeah, maybe, maybe you've got special privileges. Maybe I have now. The lounge members. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how was that? I, I have to say, I didn't good. go on this leg of our uh, of our uh, Austral you know, Pacific. Tour? I'll say world tour. World world yeah. tour? Bordering yeah. on intergalactic. Intergalactic. We're just planetary. not going to most places in the world. Yeah. yeah. Australia. It's a world tour. It's a world yeah. tour. It's a lightly booked world tour. <laughs> yes. We're hoping. We're hoping. <laughs> Much like our podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> so how was lounge time? Lightly booked. It was good. Yeah, yeah. Lounge is nice. nice. Because you just get to sit there and it's nice and you don't have to pay for anything. Yeah, yeah. It's the same, but everything's a bit more comfy. And there's free stuff. Yeah. Free to consume. Yep. Free so, air quotes. Yeah, I mean you paid for it. <laughs> yeah. You've paid for it. So it's not free. But you feel like it's free. Yeah, you know and how it is. And yeah. because it's, it's because it's always going to be two of the three of us yeah. and then two other people. Yeah, um, it makes it worth it because they get free stuff as yeah. well. Yeah. So if everyone gets like, if free everyone freeze. drinks ten drinks, which you did, it's worth it. Easy. I reckon psycho- psychology wise, yeah, everything is better if you've paid for it beforehand. Fuck yeah. yeah. And then I want restaurants to do that. Yeah, everything you should be able to like. You should be able to when you book on book at a restaurant. You should be able to pay for your meal. Oh, before right. you've even gone. You sh- yeah, and, and you should be able to pay more than you want because uh, uh, nice. this is in my mind because I stayed at the hotel and you have to put like um uh, a deposit down like a hundred bucks to, on your card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. it was a hundred bucks a night, so they took two hundred dollars off my card. Yeah, hundred bucks a night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. same with really? me because we didn't pay with credit cards; we paid with debit cards. You right, know, people I have see. their little rules. Yeah. Right, even though when we're, that this was in Newcastle, even though in Sydney they were like exactly the same cards, one dollar. Yeah, yeah. And here's your complimentary lightning fast internet, yeah. like. Like NBN fast. Yeah. Carl like just, loved it. Oh my God. I was but so excited. Guess who hasn't put any money back in my account, by the way? <laughs> Is it my <laughs> Republic? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. keep going. But so I put $200 uh, deposit down to cover any of my expenses. And at yep. the end, you know, I'd, I'd, um, I'd ordered a drink from the bar yeah. and I'd um, and drank some juice and things from that. Right, so, right. But anyway, so I'd spend a little bit. Um, but then at the end, so I go to check out and then and they refund me and they're like, would you like that in cash? And I'm like, yeah, sure. All right. So they refunded oh, me. You? So I got like, a, you know, 170 bucks back. Right. And I'm like, I know this is my money. <laughs> But this, <laughs> this feels like great. Okay. You know what I mean? Money. Like yeah. psychologically, yeah. I'm loving this whole thing. I feel like you're paying me what if to you have stayed in your $200? stayed in your motel. Pardon? What if you didn't have two hundred dollars for well, you to know, take off? in your like, account? Yeah, and then you got trouble. Yeah, yeah it's just, just like I, 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 I don't have that in my yeah. account right then now. Then you're no longer welcome to stay at so their establishment. Their They're like, we expect a certain class of people right. at the Newcastle Crown Plaza. Right, yeah. and if you um, don't have, and if you don't have two hundred dollars, able to be put on a deposit. Find alternate Find accommodations. <laughs> I have to. I'm gonna, give a, I'm gonna give a shout out to that place as well. 
because they listen to our podcast. Newcastle Crown Park. They do. If, a lot if, of them. A lot of them did recognise my voice. If you're in Newcastle, stay there. I stayed on the ground floor. Um, which I wasn't happy about. I heard about it because Emily, one of the people we were traveling with, got a ground floor room and I'm like, yeah. ha ha, ground floor. And then I was like, shit. And I literally said, shit, I shouldn't say that because I don't know where I'm staying. Yeah. And then the woman said, you're on the ground floor. And then she goes, but it's okay because you've got a really nice room. You're in the... Because I'm looking over the... And there weren't rooms. We get in there and they're those suites. Sweet, so you've got like a little lounge sweet, room, right. kitchen without... Yeah. You can't cook there, but and then a bedroom, you know, separate yeah. bedroom and stuff. Oh, I cook there. But I'm walking down this hall. <laughs> oh, I went to the I went to the army disposal. I got myself a two burner cooker. Really? Yeah, yeah. Between the sheets. I made a minestrone soup to die for. I invited everyone on floor four oh. to to my room. Yeah. Is that what I can smell? We bonded. Anyway, I I'm on the ground floor. I start walking down the hallway. It's the longest hallway I have ever seen. Yeah. Like it was, it's it was like, like an optical illusion. Yeah. It's like when you're walking towards a mountain and then you look up after like half an hour and you're like, I am no is this closer. A Willy, is this a Willy Wonka hallway where it looks like it's massive, but I'm like, I'm going to take three steps and I'm at the end? Yeah. No, it's, it's not. It's just a massively so far, long hallway. Like I was saying about two, it's, it seemed like about 200 meters. Yeah. Like it was like, you just look and it's like, this goes on. And I was right down the end of it. Anyway. It would not have been a bad idea to have a golf cart. Shuttling yeah, people, right. yeah, like it was that long. Which which end? Which end are you at? Are you at the other end? Hop on the golf cart. So it's like it was like uh, an airport terminal yeah. length. Yeah, if they had one of those airport, yeah. you know, uh, escalators, Tra- travelators. Well, it's like yeah. you're at gate thirty six, right? Yeah. Um, but I get uh, halfway down, I see this little sign saying Shh, "quiet area," and I'm like in the quiet area, and oh. I swear it was the quietest, darkest room, which is what you want when you're away from That's home. What Carl wants. That's the only reason you probably don't like the ground floor because you feel like you're closer to. Noise. The noise of the, street, of the world. I thought there'd be street noise and things, but I look at my window. I look across the garden and then across the water there. Mm. We're in Newcastle. Um, just awesome. Quietest room I've ever been in. Lovely. I put the "Do Not Disturb" sign. I get into my room the next day and they give. I get a quick phone call saying, "You had this disturb sign. Is there anything we can help you with?" Like just great manners. Yeah. Really nice. Really cool. And all good. Like such a good thing. So if you're there, ground floor, ask for a quiet room. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Did anyone shush? Was there any noise? Like, if if I was in a quiet zone and I heard a single sound, I would be on someone's door just going, dong, 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 dong. It's the quiet siren. And then everyone else hears the boom, 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 boom. They're all coming out going, quiet, quiet, quiet. And it's just like, it's like a ping pong ball with a mousetrap. And the golf cart that's shuttling people has to stop right at the edge of the quiet zone. Yeah. The golf cart's too loud to be in the quiet zone. So it's like, I have to drop you off here, sir. It's all, it's flying fox from here, guys. And slippers. Put on you put on these, you end up looking like Howard Howard Hughes. <laughs> Shoe bo- slippers, slippers for shoes. No, tissue boxes. Yeah, tissue t- boxes for slippers. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Ask for that. Ask for a quiet room. Except I had a door connecting to the to the next to place oh, right. next door. I just and there was a band rehearsing. Yeah, there. yeah. <laughs> just a, someone kept sliding notes under saying, um, "Don't go to sleep. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't fall asleep." Like, um, but yeah. Oh, the plane when I was when we we're flying up. So I yeah. get my, I booked my seat. Oh. And I've got the space in between me because that's what I was oh, looking yeah, for because yeah. I booked one where someone was sitting on the aisle because uh-huh, uh-huh. no one wants to sit in the middle. And then Rick came and booked in late and took the middle seat. <laughs> yeah. He's like, you! <laughs> uh, and so this dude turns up and he's like a rugby player looking dude, like right. this sort of islander rugby player, buff, good looking dude. And I was like, oh, you're huge, fuck. Yeah. A bit of a crush. He sits down. Yeah, yeah, like really attractive guy, yeah. but also big and he's yeah. going to take big. up a lot of space. So width, width on his shoulders. Girth. Yeah, girth. Yeah. yeah. Girth everywhere. <laughs> Uh, multiple girth. Multiple girth. <laughs> so you're squished up against the window. Girth squared. Like um, a, l- l- well, he kind of sits down. He's kind of, you know, he makes his effort and I make an yeah. effort. And it's not too bad, but I can kind of, I can feel him against me, pressing against me. Ooh. Not, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he pulls out a book, 
But he kind of holds the book in a way that it's like, I think he wants me to see the book. So right. I look at him and then he looks at me and he's like, yeah, I write this book. I'm going <laughs> to. I'm just doing a bit of reading. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you know, oh, yeah, I forgot my. I forgot my phone. I'm going to have to read my book. I left my phone um, back in the thing. And oh, I'm no. I've got to get it mailed to me. And he's like, oh, yeah, fucked. Yeah, I'm fucked. Yeah. I was like, oh, cool. Got to read like an idiot. Put my headphones on. Yeah. Like, was it Sharon Hayden? I don't know. She's, she's in the wars. I don't know. And then I put my headphones on, click the sound thing on, make yeah. it pretty obvious. And yeah. then I yeah. just uh, look out the window. Yeah. Like um, a disconnected. About two minutes later, I get a tap on the shoulder. Excuse me, mate. And I'm Excuse meditating me. as well. So I'm like, could you read out loud so to me? So calm. And then I'm like, oh, what? I don't know some of these bigger words. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, he had the worst breath. Oh. Just, no. Just... Yeah. I'll, I'll get to that bit in a second because okay, this is sure. the first bit. And then he looks at me and goes, I'm training in the ways of the vulture. I know this is a big ass. I've been eating anthrax. Can you rub my shoulders? <laughs> he goes, Could I use your can I borrow your phone to use Messenger? And I'm like, <laughs> in my head, I'm like, that is a big ask. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Maybe to send a text message, but in my head, really rapidly, I'm like, I'm gonna I do have Messenger, but he's gonna have to go in there. He's gonna have to log, log you me out, out and log, log him himself in. in yeah. log, you could log yourself out, to be fair. Yeah, I know, but then he's gonna have to log in. I'm like, oh, I'm like, mate, I don't have it. I don't use Facebook. Because nice. I don't use Facebook. Based yeah. in truth. That's a, that's lie. Based in, it's a, a lie, lie based, based in, in truth. truth. Carl's yeah. favorite kind of lie. I don't have <laughs> the del- the most delicious the of all lies. And then I don't have um I, yeah, I don't have it and stuff. I'm sorry, man. I'm, look, if you want to send a text or something, go ahead. Could you download it? It won't take long to download. <laughs> <laughs> We've still, f- we still got 4G. Um, and, and that was the end of it. And then oh. his breath is really bad. And then he's oh. kind of like, oh, okay, man, that's all right. I okay. understand. I'm just going to breathe on you for a while. And his breath's really bad. So I, I, I turn the air thing oh, slightly right, right. away from my head. So it's kind of... Pushing. If, if the so air comes to me, it's going to get blown away. It's like, it's like when you walk into a department yeah. store and there's that the curtain of air yeah, that yeah, goes yeah. down. You're yeah. creating a buffer. Yes. Yeah. An yeah. air force field. Yeah. So we're flying. Yeah. About 10 minutes into the flight, taps on the shoulder. Oh, do you mind if I move the air thing? Because it's, um, it's making him cold. Yeah, yeah. He's a buff guy in a singlet yeah. on yeah. an airplane. And because it was warm in Melbourne, but you get into the Did plane you have a mint? stuff. Do you have a mint on you? Um, no, I didn't. Oh. I can't give him a mint. You can. You I, can I have to ha- take a mint and offer yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, you can right. have one yourself. That's and true. be like, and just like, as if the thoughts just occurred to you. Oh, and yeah. do, you want, do you want a mint? Do you want yeah. a mint? Because your on. breath is rancid, dude. <laughs> rancid. If, um, you, if you had to describe the smell. It's like a vulture shit. It's like a vulture shit on his legs. The, ba- <laughs> the base of it was garlic. Like, I know that. Right. Yeah. But then there was other stuff in there that I couldn't... I don't know what it was. Garlic. It was just pe- not peptides. Good. Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a lethal cocktail. Of, of steroids. A lot of secret sauce. Um, but this is the thing. With the podcast, when I'm in situations now, it's like, oh, this would be a good story for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. And then I also think... I should engage. And sometimes it's kind of like... I should do this because this will be a good thing to podcast. But I've never done it. But and then, but I was on the plane. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. So right. I'm going to punch right. him in the face. So at a certain point, I just turned just to him. Put your hand on his leg. Because he did something. Food was coming and he passed me something. The tail like, has begun to wag the dog. Yes. And I'm like, hey, man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about before. You know, I can't, about not letting him use my phone. I actually can't. I can't let you use my phone. I'm like, uh, and I'm like, I work for ACOs. Well, I said, I work for the government. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking what? This is, but this is the, the podcast. I did that going. This would be a good thing to say on the podcast. This is no longer a lie based in truth. Wow. <laughs> this is a lie based oh, really? in content. In, in, he's trying to drive content but for I the podcast. It, I didn't make it too. <laughs> I didn't make it too crazy. Like you know, I just said, look, I can't. No, that's pretty crazy. I work for the government, and I've got you know, and if like you see certain things, I'll have to kill you. They don't. I, well, because I was going to. I thought, how far do I go? And I just made it really simple. It was like, I work for the government, and I can't let you. 
There's stuff I'm, like I can't let you. We're not allowed to have let other people use Fucking our phones. Hell. That's all I said. And he's like, "Oh, cool, man, cool. Oh, cool." And stuff. Uh. But then, <laughs> um, a man, like Amanda Buckley's in another seat, and at a certain point, she goes to the toilet, and she does that Amanda Buckley thing where she like waves at you, yeah. like on a plane, like she's a strange. She's like, "Oh, hi." Um, she comes past, and she just gives. Me, she stops, pauses, gives me this smile, and this guy sees it, and he, she goes, and then I'm like. Yeah, we work together. <laughs> like in, I didn't say anything and else other right than about that. Right now, he's like, are there terrorists on this plane? She's like, Why are there secret government agents? I just left it open like that because it's like, why? Because I'm hoping in his head he's going, why aren't they sitting together? Like, what's going on here? Yeah. Like, yeah. I just left They've it, spread that. themselves left it out throughout yeah, the plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Government. Oh, but shit. it's like the podcast, man. It made me do it. <laughs> I just... Wow. Where does it end, Carl? You have end, opened Pandora's box. But he looked at me differently after that. Content. Right. He get off the plane. He's like, he was like, you know, he's like, I'll see you later and stuff. I'll see you later. <laughs> You're going to start creating whole identities he, for yourself. Did he put his hand on his shoulder and then just give you a salute <laughs> and snap it down to cut style? The worry with something like that is he's like, you know, he turns and goes, oh, what department? <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah. he does I that. also yeah. work in the government. That's why I'm yeah, just yeah. being strong. I've got full clearance. Yeah, yeah. What really? level clearance do yeah. you yeah. have? <laughs> uh, green? <laughs> <laughs> oh, then I can talk to you oh, about right. the yeah, terrorist in row five. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to pin him down. I need <laughs> you to do movement five through six on him. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay. Imagine he was a government agent and you did get pulled up You'd be afterwards. Unlucky. I made a judgment call. <laughs> yeah. But Carl, this is, the, this is the thin edge of the wedge. Uh, uh, the deception wedge. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm just imagining you inventing yeah, all new characters and going, what am I, when I leave the house who, today, who, who am I going to be, be yeah. for the podcast? I'm going to be a pilot of this plane. Oh. <laughs> Hi guys. <laughs> this is how Leonardo DiCaprio's character started in Catch Me If You Can. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. Like, how far does it go? <laughs> this would be great for the podcast. I robbed a bank, guys. Yeah, guys, guys. guys. I robbed a bank. You know how we were talking about that Lego heist? <sighs> guys. I stole a lot of Lego. I stole a baby, guys. Let's adopt <laughs> for it. For the podcast. For the podcast. For the podcast. Because <laughs> we were talking about that on the podcast. I've and I thought, imagine if I did it for real. <laughs> I've encased the baby in Lego. <laughs> that's insane. <laughs> and I've hidden so it somewhere. <laughs> Um, oh, so we yeah, are so, we are yeah. recording uh, on a Saturday morning. Yes, um, and uh, someone did pipe up on one of the social medias. I think it might have been Telegram. Yes, uh, you can join our Telegram chat. It's oh, uh, it's starting. It's taking off. Yeah, yeah we've got twenty two people. Yeah, so uh, they're regular listeners uh, listeners of the podcast. It always goes in fits and bursts, but little, uh, it's little nice. flurries. Nice and of speculation and a nice little thing where people help each other out. Yeah. Like someone's like, "Oh, what about?" Like someone was saying, "Hey, where can I take my girlfriend for, mm. for somewhere? Uh, you know, yeah. for a weekend mm. away?" And people are like, "Oh, who, what about this place?" Who yeah. should Carl pretend to be when he when he <laughs> goes to buy bread this morning? That's if you want to join the conversation, I'm just going to dive roll into every shop and things from now on. You can head over to our Facebook page, and at the top of our Facebook page, pinned uh, there is a link to the Telegram thing where uh, you can uh, join. Um, uh, speaking of that, I did watch a movie on the way home called Nerve, uh, Nerve. which uh, is kind of a teeny film about an online game where people can either play or watch, and the players get dared to do stuff by the watchers. Right, yeah. uh, and it was great. Like the the I, I, I loved it. Disclaimer: I was on a plane. Uh, on a plane, <laughs> um, but I, I love. I absolutely. I was so thrilled, and I was like doing visceral. Probably not the right word. Reactions while I was watching. Visceral, like I had yeah. to like half cover my eyes when oh, stuff no. was happening. And I was visceral. like jumping around. And I was like, ah, oh. you know, the woman next to me is like, "What's going on?" I'm like, "Too bad. I'm watching a film. I don't care. <laughs> I work for the government, man." Right? <laughs> 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 I got a hair trigger. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, summary: It was a great film. I did think the the third act of the film was a little like a transition. The first and second act of the film were, were seamless. Like yep. uh, so, the setup and the and the build up were amazing. The meat of it perfect. And then it's 
really clunkily transitioned into the third act, right? And and it all it just wrapped up in a convenient way. Right, right. Just right. Like, okay. Eh. But yeah, I, yeah. but uh, by then I was like, I don't even care because I enjoyed the first. What was it called? Two thirds nerve. Nerve. Yeah. yeah. Um. And and so I was thinking that's that's what could happen on Telegram with Carl because oh. we can have all the watchers and you're the player. Yep. Uh, and people oh, just, just daring you to do stuff for the podcast. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. What do you want Carl to do for the podcast? It's probably good therapy for me as well because I don't like drawing attention yeah, yeah. to myself. Yeah. <laughs> make, make, make Carl do stuff. Make <laughs> Carl do stuff for the podcast. Uh, I, um, but it has to be like in, in kind of like in a situation situation like that where it's kind of like one-on-one. I, I'm not going to go out in public and dance yeah. or something like that. Yeah. That, that's so we need to set the parameters. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. Carl's going to Carl's gonna establish uh, the ground rules. I will do surgery. <laughs> If I can, <laughs> if I get that far, he's he's basically gagging to do some surgery. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched the film during the week. Uh, I was put onto it by Mr. Kevin Yank, uh, friend of the show. Kevin Yank, Yank. Uh, it's Yank. Probably, probably the oldest. Listener yes. and supporter of the show, not in age, of age, no. but I think possibly you sent him one of the trial yeah. uh, records he, and asked he, for feedback. Yeah, yes, yeah. he helped us uh, from the very uh, outset of the podcast. He's the granddaddy of the thisners. He was the he's Alpha Thisner, Papa Thisner, <laughs> Papa this, Papa this. <laughs> yo, so yo, I was yo, talking yo, Papa to this. Papa this during the week. <laughs> And uh, and uh, he he knows I enjoy uh, Haruki Murakami, yes. uh, who is my favourite author of all the ones. Oh yes, uh, and uh-huh. he deals in uh, he's a Japanese author. He he deals in lots of magical realism that sort of thing. Yeah, he said you should check out this film called Your Name. Your name. Um, it's an anime film. Okay. Oh. Uh, and it's. It, 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 oh, when you th- put something somewhere. Yeah, yeah. That's, I was like, oh, yeah, I know that, but I only know it Yeah, and so uh, he, he, he said that the um, film was up on a torrent somewhere. Not mm. that I got it from there, if no, you're listening. Got I, it legally. I got it legally. It, paid for it. Uh, and paid for it. Um, got it from a guy who was selling Lego bags <laughs> down at the corner. And he <laughs> and also. I found a baby in one, like a kinder surprise. <laughs> Surprise, Maybe Kinder! That's what we could do. Kinder is German for child. And put babies inside. <laughs> Make eggs. It's a sustainable business model. <laughs> Send us your babies. <laughs> Dare me to steal a baby. <laughs> With that's our cockroach riding a vulture <laughs> business logo that everyone can trust. <laughs> nothing screams nothing screams responsibility trust. and I trust love, like uh, a cockroach riding a vulture shitting itself uh, hopefully <laughs> hopefully the cockroach has swords in at least two of its hands <laughs> that are crossed above its head That's and on the swords baby's head <laughs> yes yes Baby kebab. The swords are made of Lego. It's a kebab. perfect logo. Yeah. It says what we are. It yeah. does. It is what we said. And, and people look at it. They're not going to be confused at all. No. Like it sees exactly what we are. Um, it tells the so, story. So, yeah. So, he, he suggested I watch this film. In fact, he tried to get me to a screening of it, but uh, I was As a busy. Date. I, um, he was trying to date you. He was trying to date me to IMAX to see a screening of it. Oh, IMAX. Um, he wore his best yeah. suit. And he saw the film at a film festival where he fell in love with it, and this was the second time he'd seen it. I couldn't make it, but uh, he he let me Didn't know where I could get like a hold of it. Five minutes before, I can't make it. <laughs> yeah, He's sorry, there, crying. Sorry. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm pop of this. <laughs> I gave you helpful feedback. I only listened for you, Jason. It was amazing. It's an amazing film. Is it? It, it, it the cinematography, and I put air quotes around it because it's a drawn thing. Yeah. Is is so good. It feels like mm. like an indie film. Um, right. uh, like the way it's shot, mm. and the the premise of it is—is is it, it for kids? No. Oh, no. well, no. You, it's like not. My kid couldn't watch it. He's six. Well, he would be bored. I think. It, oh, it, right. It's it's such it's a not for him. It's right. such a hot. Like I think Clementine can watch it. Like yeah, my, yeah, my kid. She's super cool. Yeah, um, she is. Cool. Unlike but your for, dickhead. Yeah, kid. I don't. What a dickhead. I don't think my dickhead young kid could watch it. <laughs> nah, she's hopeless. Um, We're hoping the puppy. Too busy, kid. <laughs> 
too busy putting fun. Uh, it's very high concept stuff. The, the right. first, the first act is uh, it, it, like the premise of it is you you meet this girl in a small Japanese town. Oh, I don't don't tell me Kyoto, uh, <laughs> not Kyoto, <laughs> which only exists. Um, and, Strange twist of fate, and she's oh. experiencing things oddly. And then you meet this guy in Tokyo who's experiencing things oddly, and That's you enough. find out that they're swapping bodies in just... their sleep. Oh, now right. we know. Oh, no, this is Thanks. The that's, film. On, that's the premise, guys. That's no. the premise. Uh, the meat and potatoes. Um, and and so it it is a, a really really amazing right. film. It looks good. Okay. Uh, do get it. I can give it to you guys. I have it here. Is it a yeah. Studio Ghibli film or whatever? It is? Um, it's not, is it part of that no. sort of? No, it's you know, not. House. I mean, it's, there's, no, there's no, no, a new player in town. Yeah, it's a new player. Ooh. Ghibli's and, been owning that that yeah. landscape for a while now, that and other people thought, you know what, we can also make adult oriented, you know. Street cred yeah. anime, nice. And so it has a few kind of odd anime moments. Octopuses. <laughs> 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 it has a few anime moments, not Jesus not that stuff. extreme, right? Uh, but uh, you know, just kind of long lingering on 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 like pans up mm. schoolgirls and stuff like that. Oh, <laughs> you're like, uh, yeah. So, so you there do, are a few you odd. Bear that in mind. Yeah. So, so Alexander can't watch it. Nor no, no, no. It's not. Nor can Miriam. No, no, no. Yeah, I'd say they can. Like there, it, no. there are a few odd moments. <laughs> First but, pan up of a schoolgirl is gonna. That's a deal breaker. Yeah, <laughs> but it's it, it, the Does story it, did she itself. Have, did she have gigantic boobs? No. Okay. Well, no. that's that's okay. No. And and it do you is, see your undies as it pans up? Um, no. It's, okay. Uh, there right. are moments where the, I mean, there's a girl inside a guy's body and a guy inside a girl's body. So, so when yeah. they swap. There are natural things that both of them are going to do. Like it, it's not yeah, it, yeah, that's like cool. they're, they're it's experimenting. It, uh, yeah, it's not gratuitous. It's not gratuitous, but it's okay. narratively um, accurate. Yes, right. And, and so, uh, it's but got it, context. It, it mm. is uh, the soundtrack is beautiful. I've been listening to it all week since. Oh, nice. Uh, it looks amazing. The story it will uh, rock your world. Okay. I see it. All right, yeah, I will. I uh, highly recommend it. It's been my favourite movie of the year so far. Wow! Cool. And apparently, it was a number one hit in Japan. Like yeah, just oh, a huge, they loved huge it. They success. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got a quick NBN thing update. Oh, yes. Just a oh, quick yes. one. Where were um, we at last time? So last time was when they'd gone to the wrong address and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I rang up and you rang up. Spoke but to you that guy who had a meltdown on Darren, the phone. Darren, yeah. Darren, oh God. I'm sorry. Can I come do anything else? You've done nothing can for me, Darren. Can someone me? So far. Okay, okay, um, uh, And so I, I had to ring up. Um, to, counsel, to, to get a new appointment and yeah. things like that. And they'd, oh no, they'd send they, me the they, appointment. They, they'd give you an appointment, yeah. but it was on but it was the Thursday. But when I was away, I was going to be in Sydney. Yeah. yeah. So I'd been putting off calling them to tell them to change the appointment because I know it was going to take forever. So we were waiting to get transferred from Sydney to Newcastle. Yeah. And I was like, we're waiting for the, we're getting a bus and it was late stuck in traffic. I was like, fuck it, I'll do it now. And if it takes me while I get on the bus, I, you know, I'm not yeah. going to do anything anyway. So I call. 15 minutes later, the phone answers. What? And I'm like, 15 minutes? 15 minute wait time? Yeah, this is acceptable. Maybe it was because that we happened were to me from one New time. South right. One time. And was. then the guy's like, no, get hey, this is whatever. He goes, uh, hi, my name's Mark. Um, you got in the back door. Mm. Yeah, just nice, normal, ordinary dude. Right. And he's like, um, yeah, what's the problem? And so I explained the situation. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and then oh, I that's said, fucked. is there a reason? Uh, could you tell me when the next appointment is? And he goes, look, we can't. And he, he can tell me stuff the other guy couldn't. And I'm getting shitty at that last guy because he's like... Useless. We don't... We yeah, can't yeah. know that stuff. Um, so he's like, we can't tell your appointment because Optus are the people who are coming. So NBN Co., even though I'm not going through Optus, it's My Republic... Optus obviously have the the skills to be able to put to that stuff that. in, yeah. but they then obviously subcontract to other people, etc., yeah. etc. Cetera, et cetera. Um, et and he goes, and Optus are fucked, mate. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, okay. That's the official line. Well, that's what he said. And then I'm like, because at the start of that, he's like, 
I wonder when how... you ring up, it's like this call will be monitored. I know. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and it's like they just don't care. Clearly, now yeah, if he's yeah. allowed to say that, or it's like, he what are you going to do? Fire me? Yeah, yeah. I'm the only person in this call center. <laughs> Um, Shit. And then he's like, yeah, the, it's, it's, if he said, if it was NBN code, we could tell you. But what has to happen is my Republic have to, we have to send a thing to my Republic who then send it to, uh, I think, NBN code, who then send it to Optus. Who then, who then give them a date, date and then send and then it all the way back through. all the way yeah. through the chain. So it's we can't tell you that. Terrible system. And he said, if it was NBN code, it would be really quick as well. And he said, but Optus are just shit. Like, they just, they're useless. And I was like, thanks for telling me that. I didn't get any of this information last time and stuff. And he was a cool guy. Yeah. Really cool. And we had a quick chat and he got it all sorted. And he said, look, we'll get in touch with you again in, in the next week with another date and stuff. But I'm sorry we ca- can't tell you. Because I'm like, yeah, because I might be away again. And he's like, look, it's it's just all fucked up, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's all fucked up. Well, yeah, uh, f- uh, Tuesday, my the best 14th experience with them. is when my civil works are supposed to arrive. When? Ah. The 14th. Oh, which is like this Tuesday oh or something like that. Are you ticking. away? Because I'm not going the, with well, you. I'm the, the no, 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 we're no, not no, away this week. We're oh, away. However, apart from, like, apart from the one conversation I had with the guy when he told me I was going to uh, yeah. get before. the stuff free, yeah. before the last conversation, I've received no contact about right. the 14th. Yep. Apart from this guy going, it's booked for the 14th. Sure. No official contact. Oh, God. No letters. Yeah. No phone calls. No warning that it's happening on the 14th. And in fact, so, what you have had is a guy saying... 14th at, at the, the earliest. And so the 14th is this coming Tuesday. <laughs> I've had no official contact. I'm going to call them on Monday and go, so I'm expecting you guys. Uh, is that right? They'll be um, able to confirm your booking for when you're in Perth. And while, while, <laughs> and while, I'm, and while I'm there, I'll go, oh, by the way, can you put my fucking money back in my account? Oh, Jace. Fuckers. Oh. If it is when you're in Perth, because I'm not travelling this time, can I come to your house? Yeah, and just they just hang need someone here? over eighteen to mm. be at the house. Uh, I'm over eighteen. <laughs> yeah. I have a little add-on for my NBN thing, which I forgot. We get back then. Uh, you and I get back, Rick, on Thursday. Mm-hmm. I'm walking into the house, got my gear and stuff, all my luggage and things. Check the mail. There's a thing there saying, "Hey, sorry, you weren't home for us to install the NBN today." Oh no! And I'm like. I cancelled this. What the fuck? Uh, now now I'm thinking, do I... Because I called them the day before they were due to come. Right. And again, I think it's digital and it should go through the system quite yeah. quickly. Nah. But I think they obviously haven't got it and they've turned up. Yeah. But I'm still, I'm still hoping that my phone call on the Wednesday is still going to get me another appointment nope. or do I now have to ring up again? Who the you fuck? Like, it's just trouble. like... Because um, I, I don't want to have to spend an hour. It's a fucking bullshit period of time yeah. just to be walking around with the phone going, we're Australian, blah, blah, blah. We're experiencing higher levels of <laughs> shit. Fucking shit. But I spoke to some people about this and, yeah. um, and they universal. were saying, um, yeah, but they were saying they got it all sorted out by contacting the ombudsman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like seriously, uh, like you guys, you guys should not dilly dally around because it's not to cancel your thing. It's, yeah. It's, it's to, just it's to, to get it sorted out the because they get charged every time that you contact the ombudsman. They, they get it costs them money. Like the first time that they uh, get reported with you yep. by the ombudsman it costs them like however much money and then oh. if, if it happens a second time it's like heaps of money yeah. right. so if, if you do it once they have to sort it out oh. before you do it a second right. time otherwise that it's ka-ching for them well here's what's going to happen if they don't turn up on Tuesday and if the money's not back in my account by Tuesday ombudsman promise please Excellent. please do Jason drop, and I'm not dro- at that I'm t- dropping because it. it's to sort it out not to, not to cancel yeah. it's not you starting again it's just getting it's getting them finishing together. what they promised yeah. they would yeah. do yeah. and using the ombudsman yeah. as the battering ram to get through their defences. Yeah. I'm not at that stage yet because I just there's been one screw up 
Um, and when I spoke to that guy, he could check both sides. He said, look, um, the people ah. that will be doing the installation have the correct address now. Like, I can yep. see that yeah. there. Because sure. I was saying, can you stress that it's street, not court? Can you do that? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'll just check. And he said, look, it's right on both ends now. Um, so cool. you should be fine. So, or, And the other thing is, they'll just turn up, plug me in, basically. Because yep. I've got the infrastructure yeah. already, which is You're, awesome. You are one more calamity away, though. Yeah. Basically. But I'm also many steps ahead of Jason. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Many. Many, 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 many steps. But then people were putting on the how, on the how about this um, Telegram chat, like, you know, like Bria Becker was putting yeah. stories. I linked to stories where people hadn't yeah. had internet. Like they've got yeah. no phone line or internet yeah. for yeah. like a couple of months. Well, I'm lucky I didn't cut mine off. Mind yeah. you, this week I got two separate letters from MBN Co. that were just kind of general to the yeah, occupant letters. Yeah, I got letters, those as well. Yeah. Which are like, oh, if you're going to onto NBN, you need to change any fire alarms or anything like that. I'm like, I would love to do that. <laughs> you fuckers. But I'm keeping both internets. I want two internets. So when I click on my wireless, it gives me all the different options. And when I can see that and connect to the NBN one, then I'll ring up and cancel yeah. the other one. Because nice. it's just yeah, you don't want to horror risk that. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm in the same camp as Bria Bucker. You're just gonna wait. I'm just not. I'm not yeah, but if my internet works good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mine was great, and now it's very spotty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's great, so. and then not so great. Yeah. Uh, and I imagine my Wi-Fi. If if everyone starts going on the MBN, you'll be great. Because no one's, ADS, no one's the on load that, will no shrink on, on the yeah, ADSL yeah. network. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. true. Um. Yeah, we'll be we'll be living the dream. Um. But they did ask someone on Telegram. I think which we started. To, to talk about and got distracted was asking what Saturday morning cartoons we uh, used yes. to watch. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, I was a huge cartoon watcher. That I was would, what yeah. we did on a Saturday morning. Yeah. So and, um, and we were... We, we'd get up early. I think we were allowed up uh, sort of 6.30, 7 o'clock or whatever. And we'd be up and we'd just be watching. And, you know, I, I used to... It used to just be normal for my eyes to be killing me by about... <laughs> Really? 9.30, yeah. Like I had this Shit. whole thing where I'd like, uh, uh, I just knew my eyes would be so sore. Like if I, I'd be watching, watching, watching. And then when I tried to do something else, if I tried to move my eyes, pain. Right. And oh. I was like, oh, that's just what happens. That's, that's just normal. That's normal. <laughs> just stare, I'm staring straight ahead. For you three were hours. sitting three inches away from an <laughs> old television screen. But what stuff did we I used to love wacky races. I used yep. to love that. Because well, there's different yep. ages as well. Because yeah. I used to watch Saturday morning stuff up when I was a teenager as well. So the, the things yeah. would change. But yeah, that, that was when we were really. But young. I also used to love, I mean, we used to watch cartoons in the morning before school as well. Like oh, once, really? we, once, we, once we got ready for school, we could watch this cartoon co- connection. And so you used to watch. Like that's when He Man and Shira yeah, and yeah, yeah, um, yeah. all those shows were on, which I used to love. Transformers. Um, yeah, oh, they might have been after school. Like, I used to watch Transformers on Saturday was, morning, was, but that was when I was older. There was Saturday morning, there was before school, and then and there was, was after, after school, school yeah. cartoons. Yeah, I we mean, used to watch all different. Scooby Doo and Spider Man after school. We used to watch. Um, yes, yeah, Scooby Doo. We used to love. We used to love Scooby Doo. Yeah, yeah. If you had to pick favorites, my favorites because I, I read the question yesterday, I was thinking about it. Wacky Races yes. is right up there. Love it. Mm-hmm. So great. Uh, and the other favourites from uh, kind of came later on. A- Animaniacs was a favourite, oh, yeah. uh, just because they, you know, they, they're all of their characters pink in the brain. Pink in the brain, were like awesome. yeah. yeah. But that wasn't when we were kids, though. No, no, no. I don't know. Yeah, so, so and like, I was like, was, was I watching that ironically? Yeah. It? yeah. Well, no, no. I, I get, I, it was helping shape my comedy self as well, yeah. like that sort of stuff, mm. and learning to appreciate. So Ren and Stimpy was something that was out of the box. Ren and Stimpy was on TV the other day. I called yeah. something. Fuck, it's hilarious. It's, yeah. yeah. And so those ones, 
that I remember are like Voltron, Voltron? Simba the White Lion. Oh, yes. Uh, Wacky Races were probably my favourite as a Kimba. Kimba the White Lion. Kimba the White Lion. Simba is the lion from Lion King. Confusion. Confusion about Kimba the White Lion. And so those were my kiddie favourites. My kind of teeny favourites were Animaniacs and Ren and Stimpy. My favourite now, without a doubt, out of everything... Is Adventure Time. I was going to say Adventure Time. It's, uh, I've watched, uh, the, if you have Stan, all eight seasons are on there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is one of the most satisfying arcs in, in mm. like the, there's a narrative arc through the whole thing. Mm. All of the characters in it are so well developed over the course of the series. They, they, you, you get a sense that they're just like, you're Kids seeing little sections of, of their lives. Yeah. But uh, every now and again, you get a backstory for this character. And it's just, it, it is so good. I think it's the best cartoon yeah. ever made. And I think like, we, we I probably really crave do. that. Because kids, I mean, kids these days are lucky because they get shows yeah, yeah. like yeah, that. Because yeah. all of the cartoons we watched had absolutely no arc. Yeah. Each episode was the same thing and it was reset at yeah. basically the start. I mean wacky races is a perfect it's a race. because yeah. it was a, it was a race. <laughs> and there's going to be stuff some, happening during someone the race. Someone would win, yeah, yeah, like different things, but it was always the same and at the start of the next episode it was a race. Yeah. Um but and but all the shows Scooby Doo is the same every yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, He-Man yeah. same every time. Yeah. Like we we were the, all of the cartoons which we loved Rarely had a, a narrative arc. Yeah. The, uh, there was a couple, and we really like uh, we really loved them. And but that was more the afternoon ones. That mm. You would get some story. Yeah, like um, Astro Boy had a bit of a story yeah. going yeah. on. Yeah. Like it, it started. But those to... Japanese ones were were they often had like a an arc that would travel across episodes and things because Voltron yeah. had stuff like that. Yeah, where Voltron. It's, it's not just you battle that episode and then you come back. There'd be a battle that episode. But yeah. There'd be another story yeah. that would G-Force be growing. G-Force had a hint G-Force, of, of yeah. battle, battle of the Planets. G-Force that, was that awesome. had a bit. And, and the one we loved the most was Star Blazers. Which was that one with the with the old fashioned ships uh, the, yeah, that went yeah. through space? All right, like battleships, I don't, I don't, like the Odysseus no or something yeah, like yeah. that. Or and, was, um, is that that one? And that had just a, it was just a massive ongoing storyline. We loved it with the wave motion wow. gun. But yeah. yes, that yeah, yeah. fuck, and I it, it was the same. And like it had it had similar. It had in episode storylines, yeah. but then it had mm. the ongoing storyline, yeah. which was, was what we really loved about it. And My fit, favorite was the Warner Brothers stuff, like yeah, the Bugs Bunny and all that stuff. Like that's the like. Much of my humor came from that. Those yeah. bugs, and there were ones within that that I didn't like. Like I didn't like um, Roadrunner for that reason. Like mm. it was exactly the same thing every episode. And yep. Pepe Le Pew was exactly yeah. the same yep. thing. And also, as an adult, you fucking can't. just wrong. Pepe Le Pew is so wrong. 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 It's like just, when you look back and you're like, that is so yeah. rapey. Yeah, fucking rapey skunk. <laughs> it's inappropriate. She said <laughs> yeah. no. Yes. Fuck. Yeah. Um. So all those um. All the other ones, like the Bugs Bunny ones and things, they had great stories within. That. I think they had story arcs and things. Yeah, it was always Bugs Bunny getting away with it, sort of thing. But it yeah. was just in, like you know, like opera ones. And he's yeah, a boxer yeah, they would have different one, and he's things. All these, yeah, like that stuff was amazing. The yep. Adventure Time has moments of pathos in it that genuinely touches me. <laughs> like the like I, I genuinely feel for the characters. Mm. And yeah, it's it's top class. Loves it. And the new Warner Brothers stuff with the new Bugs Bunny and stuff like that is a fucking abomination. Mm. Like it's all modern and cell phones and all this sort of yeah. stuff. Right. It's I just, haven't seen any we don't of it. Like oh, it. Don't watch it. But it's not funny. It's right. just it's, it's it's and it's sexist and fucking awful. So they've kept right. all the crap stuff, stuff. from yeah. the olden days and yeah. added just, just crap stuff it. from the modern days. <laughs> so it sounds like all the times they've tried to take something much loved from uh, our childhood and bring it into the now, yep. it's crap. Like you were saying, Scooby-Doo is crap. Yeah, because Scooby-Doo Because Scooby-Doo talk. talks, yeah. So Except mm. on um, 
Netflix uh, Voltron. Scooby Doo yeah. could always it's talk. Fucking awesome. Is there a new Voltron? Yeah, a oh. new Voltron, and it's fucking great. And Reese Darby. Yeah. 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 He's he does one of the voices. Ah, okay. Cool. Awesome. But right. it's like, and it's a growing. It's a big long story, and it's developing. Uh, season two. The season two is there now, um, which I haven't started watching yet. But it's just really mm. cool. Like it's it's yeah. like I was like, <gasps> and it does that perfect Netflix thing where each episode finishes and it's like, oh, fuck, I've got to watch the next episode now. God nice. damn. Like Alexander, we go, we'll go, this is the last episode. Mm. Alexander goes, okay. And then get to the end and we're like, okay, we'll just watch one more. <laughs> I've <laughs> been slamming uh, because uh, the new season of Survivor has started. Yes. Right. Game changers. And I'm in a sweep for that. Uh, a whole bunch of people <laughs> here in Melbourne, like like the Melbourne Cup sweep. Oh, like right. you, get, you pay oh, $10 and you get a player. Um, That's awesome. But uh, That's I'm a still cool a season idea. behind, Millennials versus Gen X, so I'm slamming through that. I've watched right. like eight episodes in the last few days. And I tell you what, it's fucking great. Yeah. Be- uh, Millennials versus Gen X is such a perfect pitch. It's really, really good. So I'm in a survivor, which is always good. Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, it's the same thing on my hard drive. It literally, one finishes, runs yeah. straight into the other one. I can't get off the couch yeah. and just trap there. <laughs> it's perfect. I had an epiphany the other day. <gasps> yes. I'm just gonna, let's, let's talk about that just before the podcast ends. Nice. Because um, we were talking about my cricket journey yeah. and how I'd sabotage myself uh, continually to stop myself from playing cricket yes. uh, and all of that. And then I, was, so then I was thinking about all my life choices. I had an epiphany. <laughs> Not just then, but it just, I've got to remember it, otherwise I won't say it. Okay, Sorry. No, 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 go, go, go. Sorry, no, I just had uh, to bookmark we're, it. We're, okay, he just wants to know. It's on the agenda. He's yeah. tabling it for discussion. It's totally better than yours. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll quickly get to I my... I am a stallion. <laughs> I'll quickly get to my... I just had an epiphany too. <laughs> it's, it's an epiphany party. <laughs> It's because we've got an awesome logo now. We yeah. suddenly understand okay. ourselves. It's pulled everything together. Um, but I realised, and, and so I was assessing all my life choices and why I made, why, why would I keep doing this? When I loved playing cricket, but I just kept refusing to, in, to do it. Mm. It's because I was terrified of failing. Oh. I realised I, 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 never, I never wanted to do it in case I would be bad, bad at, at it. it. And I never wanted to prove that I'd be bad at it. And so all these things at childhood, uh, and I was avoiding these things. And, and I realised I made a lot of choices to, make, to be in a safe, uh, achievable. I would put myself in achievable things. Mm. Like, I would, like I think I, I chose softball because boys could play. So uh, there was no, I wasn't being compared to anything. Yeah, and, I also right. th- and I probably was also coming from that 70s viewpoint of, I'll just, uh, I'll just be playing against a bunch of girls. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. We, a, kid, a, bob, a boy in the 70s is like, oh, I'll, I'll be heaps better. Yeah. <laughs> and so I put myself in a situation where I feel like I, I, would, I had a better chance of succeeding. Yeah. Um, and then I did, I did little athletics mm. um, because I always thought I was a fast runner. Because like, when I played Tiggy and everything, I'd always be able to get away. But then yeah, yeah. I, when I went, did little athletics, I wasn't that fast because I just had to run in a straight line. Yeah, you know, what, I, what I think I was better at, um, why I thought I was fast is because I was a good dodger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which was useless in little athletics. But then I discovered race walking, which no one else wanted to do. <laughs> no, one else, uh, no one else could be bothered doing it. And then I discovered I was okay at it uh, just because... Uh, no one else was really doing yeah, it. Right. So I, and so I focused on that because there was a huge chance of succeeding because it was like a real niche. It was a niche thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 That, that even if I just kept at it, I was going to be all right at it. Yeah. So my, my, my chance of failing. And I started, then I re- that was my epiphany. I realized that I'd, I'd, I'd done a lot of stuff to avoid failing. Taking a risk, right. Um, and then, it's, which is interesting because then I've gotten into improvisation um, later in life. And then it's all about embracing failure yeah. and getting yeah. used to failure. And so then I've sort of had to confront confront that um, and in some ways I, I, I might have even gotten into improvisation because I thought it was a safe 
I, I discovered that I was all right at it, so I just stuck at it because I'm like, well, this is something that I'm all right at, so I'm not going to fail. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but then you have to confront this whole idea of failure, um, which is why I think late, now later on in life I've actually started tackling things that I'm I'm happy to fail at. Like I I played I played I've played futsal for years <laughs> and I'm terrible at it, and I know I'm terrible. You're all right. You're pretty good. Oh, I'm I'm all right, yeah, but I'm, yeah. I'm actually quite I'm not I'm not that great. Like I I, I the things I do I can I, I know what I know my limits. Right. Um, but I also know that I'm not that great at it. Right. Um, um, and so, and then now I've taken on cricket, and because I've taken it on at this point in my life, yeah. Ironically, if I'd done it when I was younger, I probably would have been great at because I yeah. that's all I did when I was a kid. Yeah. I loved yeah, playing yeah, cricket, yeah, yeah. so I was playing it all the time, and I was young, and I was you know, so your your body's up for it. Um, so now I've finally taken the plunge, and I'm shit at it, as I've discussed, dropping the ball, getting bowled, yeah, yeah, all yeah. those things. Like, uh, but I'm actually, if if that had happened when I was younger, if that had happened, it would yep. have destroyed me. Yeah, yeah. But now I'm like, I'm I'm fine with it. And so that's the journey I've been on, and yeah. I realised, and I, yeah, so I realised that that's, what, and I think, is that how I dealt with relationships as well? Like, I was never wow. good at, at, I was never good at, um, sort of flirting with girls that I didn't know or anything like that, because there was that. Fear of failure, yeah, fear yeah. of rejection. Yeah. Whereas I was always much more make friends with people. Oh, we've been friends for years and now we're together. Yeah, <laughs> because, yeah. because the chance of because you're slowly, slowly, yeah, yeah, yeah. the chance of failure is reducing. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, so my look whole out, life, ladies. <laughs> so my whole life has been built on this avoiding failure nice. and then ending okay. up in a realm of embracing failure. Nice. And also those things, you know, that starts defining character as well. Like I can, you know, like the way you react when you get bold in cricket. Mm. Like, you know, that defines your character, the way you'd react to that and mm. stuff. And now that you're open to that, that, you know, yeah. yeah. That's Mine's my epiphany. I was a fucking coward. <laughs> That's what I realized. I was a shit scared fucking coward. I hate myself. Mine's, but I feel better now. Yeah. That's all. Mine's along similar lines and it has, and it's connected to improv as well, but mine's about control and no control sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So mine is about needing to control stuff, which you've got to confront in improv because you can't control things. So I remember early in improv classes, We'd have to do like warm up exercise and words and things like that, and there'd be an element of competition to it because you might get eliminated. Like it's like you get pointed to and you've got to say a word. Yeah. I just plan like a motherfucker rather than just. So you know yeah. you get time. It might be like five seconds, but it's like okay, I've got my word now yeah. rather than just being pointed at and just saying the first thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, doing impro stuff. Um, but the, the epiphany came when I was Alexander's doing this thing called Kids in Motion, and it's like there's rock climbing walls and trampolines and rope climbs, and it's like this amazing thing. And they do adults version of that, so yes. I've been doing the adults one. Went to do this rope. Mm, adults in motion. Adults in motion. <laughs> I have to. That's what it's actually called. Adults in motion. Adults in motion. Um, but there's we had to do rope climbs, and I'd never done a rope climb. And you harness up, and uh. you hook into this sort of um, uh, like a rope that just like Sylvester Stallone. And, and, but and it has daylight. tension, so as you no. climb, it pulls. The, it yeah. takes up the slack, and it's like on a thing. So when you get to the top, you can let go, and there's tension, and you glide down nice and gently. So I get to the top, no problem. Yep. And then I'm up the top and, and they're like, okay, you just let go now. And I pull on the thing and there's slack in it. And I'm like, I can't, not, I'm not doing it. And they're like, what? And it's like, there's slack here. I'm just going to fall. And, and at, at a certain point, I ended up hanging onto the rope with one arm and hanging onto this thing. And then it was just like, it got to the point where my embarrassment got to a point where it was like, this embarrassment hurts more than slamming into the ground <laughs> if you fall. So I let go. And it does, you free fall for like a half second and then it, the slack ta- gets yeah. taken up and you glide like a down. Really, yeah, 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 exactly like a seatbelt. And that was the epiphany was like, 
I, I can do things where I'm in control. Like there's a foam pit there and I'm, I like nailed like a 540 side somersault thing mm. because I'm in control of that. Yeah. But when, and like I would do crazy things on a skateboard because I'm in control of that. But I'm shit scared of going on a roller coaster. Roller coasters don't make me sick. I'm shit scared that the, the yeah, carriage is going to come off the track. You're yes. not in control of it. Because I can't control you're that. just the yeah. passenger. And, and that was like the, when you're in a plane. Yeah, you're not in control I can't of control it. the plane. So yeah. when it dips, it's you like... You can with your mind <laughs> because <laughs> you're a secret service agent <laughs> yeah, yeah. who's got a chip in your brain. That's true. <laughs> but I can only use that once a year. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that was the epiphany for me. Hanging on that rope, I was like... You will, yeah. You need to let go of control and mm. and trust. I think that's a trust thing as well. Could I implement all of the lessons oh, that we've learned God. in improvisation I had to make an, us better people? I, I had an epiphany, epiphany as well that <laughs> I I could just reach out to people who I, I want to uh, uh, be involved with creatively, right? Uh, and engage with them yeah. and uh, and make a relationship where 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 we can work together. Like you I don't emailed Murakami and they're writing a book together. And what? so, no, 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 I, uh, I emailed uh, Baz Luhrmann. <laughs> and, uh, Baz. And, uh, uh, and he's agreed to do a segment on the show. Really? Yeah. So uh, here it is. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Hollywood Gossip with me, Baz Luhrmann. Scandal. <laughs> Rumours. Sex. Fuck parties with me, Baz Lemon. <laughs> hey guys, <laughs> it's Baz. me, it's Baz Lemon. Oh, you've come in, you've been Baz. very patient. Sorry, we've been talking about our own epiphanies. Yeah. And our I, I respect cartoons. an epiphany. <laughs> I bet you do. Oh, I've had so many epiphanies in my day, I'm almost epiphanied out. <laughs> What's what's been going on in Hollywood, Bass? Oh well, there's so much going on in Hollywood. The Oscars, it's it's uh, it's that been was awards a, that season. Was scandal ridden yeah. in itself, wasn't it? Much I know, scandal. right? Poor Warren Who standing up there. Warren. You Warren. Warren. Oh, he's a forgetful fuck. That one. <laughs> wasn't it KPMG or Price? No, Price Waterhouse Coopers. Oh yeah, I don't trust them either. Because they didn't they control the envelopes and who yeah, got but what it's envelope? Warren. Warren knew. Warren could have made you it. You saw right. it. You, were, you watch it back. You see it on his face. He's like he shows it to face. Dunaway, and if I've learned anything yeah. in my time, in the, it don't show anything to Faye Dunaway. Keep, keep Faye out of the loop. <laughs> She's, I've shown her so many things. I remember one time we were at a fuck party, and, <laughs> and we we were just we were juggling martinis and uh, um, uh, espresso martinis. Yeah. I bought them over from Australia. They're big in Hollywood at the moment. Yeah, oh, it's big be in Hollywood. Like and Dunaway's just <laughs> Dunaway's just fallen straight into this young boy, and I, I said. Faye, Faye, get your hands out of there. And he's, he, he's, he's, he can't talk. He's got something in his mouth. I didn't know what it was. And, and I've said, God. Faye, get your hands out of there. And she said, out of where? And I said, you've got your hands in a young boy. And she didn't realise. You don't take Faye anywhere, but not even on a... Don't put her on an Oscars stage, no, that's for asking sure. asking for trouble. Asking for trouble. Yeah, but there was asking. a moment where I felt Warren could have made it right. And okay. you saw in his face, am I going to fix this or am I just going to let uh, uh, the inevitable... I haven't seen it. And so how did. could he have fixed it? Did he know? He, he knew he something was it. wrong. He knew something was wrong. Right. And, and he saw and it And instead there. of taking the bull by the horns yeah. and making it right, he right. went, let's just see how this plays out. Oh, now, wow. not many people realise this uh, because uh, you might say, Baz, you weren't at the Oscars. Uh, you were back here in Australia. Well, yeah. I was at the Oscars. I was dressed as Nicole Kidman. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she was clapping so weirdly because my costume was coming off. <laughs> it's like... I was starting to clap and the fingers got really loose. 
and I didn't want to have flappy hands, so I started clapping, and oh boy. You did the best you could. I could, I yeah. could. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, so I've got some Hollywood gossip for you, uh, if you yeah, like. I love a bit of Hollywood yeah. gossip. Um, love gossip. Uh, some hogo. Hogo. <laughs> um, Hollywood gossip. Hogo. What, what are you interested in? TV, films? Uh, let's start with films. Yeah. We're, yep. Okay, I'm not making any films at the moment. Oh, oh. why not? I haven't had an epiphany recently. Oh, okay. Got to right. wait for those, the bright light. Yeah, well, with Gatsby, what happened was I was on a train from Paris to uh, Leon. <laughs> yeah. uh, to where? Leon. Is it Leuven? Le- no, Leon. Oh, Le- Leon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I was on a train. He never leaves France. Yes. And uh, I was having a, a bottle of red wine and I was listening to Gatsby on the train, an right. audio book. Oh, okay. Who was doing the voice? Me. <laughs> I'd read, I'd read it out onto a tape, and I was listening to myself do it. And I hadn't. He creates his own audio books, uh, and uh, I just haven't. I haven't had a chance to read on to tape anymore. Yeah. Uh, so I haven't had a chance to uh, read any more books or listen to any more books because I don't like it when uh, other people's artistic uh, tones get into my head. I like to keep right. it pure in okay. there. All right. Pure in there. Yeah. yeah. I have been working on the Get Down. On yeah. uh, on Netflix. How's yeah. that going? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, they took it off me and they locked the door. Right. Okay. <laughs> um, Got your name all over it, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, that's that's the only thing that uh, they pay me a lot of money for oh, that. Good. They got the, the Baz Luhrmann stamp uh, of approval. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's uh, it's going really well. Um, what else have I been doing? Um, had a great salad. Yeah. Uh, salad. Yeah. What sort of salad do you order when you go to a cafe? Uh, well, I, I, I asked them, first. I asked what sort of leaf that they use in the salad, right. uh, and uh, once they run that down, say a mescaline or something like that. What's your preference? Iceberg. Iceberg. <laughs> I'm an Australian boy through and through. You can take the boy out of Australia, and the boy can make a film about Australia. <laughs> But you can't take the iceberg out of the boy. <laughs> well, that's what I told Faye, Faye Dunaway. I said, Faye, take that iceberg out of the boy. Put it on my plate. <laughs> that's an exotic salad server. Yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, so I, I ordered some iceberg, uh, a, a few tomatoes yeah. uh, on top and a little bit of capsicum. What sort of tomato? Just like big a, ones cut and Aroma chunky, or like, uh, like just a... Aroma. Like a Roma, not a Roma, not a Roma, like a smell, like right. a space Roma, R-O-M-A. You know, so the kind a, of, the more oval shaped tomatoes. It's the one that just goes, walks around? No, it's not, it's not a roaming tomato. Oh. It's from Rome, as in Rome, like they grow those sort in Rome, like Roma. <laughs> I've been to Rome <laughs> and I have, not, I have not seen a single tomato growing anywhere in Rome. Really? I've seen many handsome men growing right. in Rome okay. uh, with uh, glistening chests yep. and uh, gaping holes. <laughs> <laughs> How's your wife? Oh, she's great. She's fantastic. What was her name? Uh, her name's Catherine. Oh, well done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well done, Baz. Yeah, her name's Catherine. And, uh, Catherine. You know, uh, Catherine Lerman. <laughs> That's how he thinks of her. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Of course. We've been together for a long time. A long <laughs> okay. time. All right. Uh, we made the Pink Curtain trilogy before we ever made the Red Curtain trilogy. <laughs> right, okay. That's what we call it. That's, that's what we call lovemaking. But that's a, anyway, so I'm saying too much. Hollywood gossip. <laughs> well, thanks for dropping by, Bass. Oh, no Baz. worries. Just, no uh, worries. No I was worries. really happy that Jason reached out for me. He does, he's not afraid. For you or to you? Uh, no, for me. Okay. He's not he's afraid. Wasn't, what's Jason look like? 
Uh, he's, he's, I don't know. What does Jason look like? He's kind, kind of, of svelte looking these days. Yeah. Right? He's yeah. got an intensity about him. A, yeah. a slightly defeated look behind the eyes. Oh. A man who's not, not, not achieving oh, no. internet dreams. No, it was Ryan Gosling who reached out for me. <laughs> right. Uh, and he grabbed. <laughs> but uh, so. That is correct. Jason reached out to me. That's right. correct. Okay. That's correct. Okay. Um, well, I'll, I'll be back another time. It's really good to be a part of your podcast. Oh, I love having you here, Baz. <laughs> Thanks, oh, look, Baz. Uh, uh, and if you've, uh, uh, I'll, uh, I'll be back with some more Hollywood gossip. Excellent. Some romance. Yeah. Uh, fuck buddies. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you guys later. Bye. 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 Wow. wow. Um, I'm interested to see how Baz Luhrmann and, and Michael Bay uh, feel about each other. What they think of each other. Oh, yeah. I'm sure uh, they, maybe we could get both of them on. Yeah. They, that would they, be awesome. Michael Bay and Baz Luhrmann. Yeah. I heard, I saw, uh, I didn't see Baz Luhrmann. Um, I saw a... Uh, how did he get here? Baz, yeah. he's an Australian boy. He's oh, so Australian. He just, he just he's walked just here. Walks yeah, here. He can, whenever he wants to be in Australia, he's in he Australia. Can. He's just here. He's yeah. got a, a tunnel from Hollywood straight, oh, like a, uh, yeah. a little like a transporter where the internet cable runs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's uh, that's, that's an interesting the sound. That's that's the sound. Baz Luhrmann makes the tube. I have a. Oh, sorry, you guys. Oh yeah, there's there's this this thing online where it's not Baz Ben Affleck talking. It's a commentary track from Armageddon where he's he's just slagging off Michael Bay. Like I'll post the link up onto our Facebook page. So I saw someone post it the other day in a loving way. No, no, no. He was like, it's it's a bit of exposition from Armageddon now. Armageddon right. is the film where yep. uh, they send miners to, to mine I- into space. Yeah. And he was saying that he had actual conversations with Michael Bay going, Michael, wouldn't it just be easier to teach astronauts how <laughs> how to do mining <laughs> yeah. rather than miners how to be astronauts? <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just Ben Affleck talking through this conversation right. as Bruce Willis is giving all this exposition right. and it is fucking hilarious. Awesome. It is so funny. A small window into the, the behind the scenes. And basically Michael Bay is just saying, no, it would not be that. <laughs> Don't be fucking stupid. <laughs> it's Are you just a good Michael Bay, Jason? I do do a good Michael Bay. I've watched a, a little, I've listened to his listened commentaries to a lot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I've got to, I got to thank you for Rick Brown. Hey. Uh, when we were in Sydney, we were at the Maritime Museum. They'd, you know, there was a theatre there and a bunch of breakout oh, right. rooms and stuff for us to be working in. And um, we would have lunch up there outside the rooms. Yes. Um, and I, we all went outside one day because it's it's dim in there. So we grab, I, I grabbed some food and we went outside with it. Uh, and it was raining, so we came back inside, and the security guard stops me going back up to where we're working and right. I'm like but what do you mean and he's like you can't take your sandwich in. and it's like but I got the sandwich from up there and he's like right. yeah you can't take it with you and it's like yeah but I brought the food from there I'm going back to there yeah. where I got the food from I'm just taking the food home yeah and I'm starting to get shitty yeah, yeah. Um, and he's like you can't do it and stuff and, I said, and I've eaten most of it yeah. I've eaten probably three quarters of it and I was like so what I've got to stand here and eat it here and he goes you can't take it back upstairs and then I made a big thing of throwing it in the bin <laughs> like exaggerated in front of I him I have taken food <laughs> <laughs> and I was like great job buddy and then I walk off and this is the worst bit I walk off about three steps and then I'm like <laughs> Starts slow so clapping, clapping in the security guard. Like that. And Rick turns around like a fucking little thing on my shoulder. And he's like, just looks at me and goes, what are you, like, just, I can't remember what he said, but it was just like, basically, what the fuck, basically. <laughs> and I'm like, 
but and then I was kind of because I was I was shitty. At you the, had rage goggles on. I was shitty at the ridiculousness yeah. of the situation. Yeah, I wasn't shitty about him doing his job or anything yeah. like that. It was like, but that's fucking makes no sense. That was what I was getting shitty at. And then Rick snaps into because we've been med- I've been meditating. He's been meditating, and he starts fake meditating. Like, imagine yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and I start laughing about it. And it's the, like this ramp where you got to go up and back, sort of thing. By the time I get to the top of the ramp, it's gone. I've let it go. But then I'm teaching a session, and when I'm not, while I'm not teaching it i'm like fuck i fucked up i fucked up <laughs> dude's just doing his job like it's not it's a stupid rule yeah. but it's not his fault or anything like that and so afterwards i go out as we finish for the day and he's standing there and i find him i was like hey man i'm sorry i was a jerk you know like i was just it was stupid i shouldn't have done that you're just doing your job and stuff and he's like look man you know and also he could have killed me he's a <laughs> big fucking dude and he's like yeah, look, you know, if they see me letting you up in, I get in trouble and all that. And I'm like, yeah, look, it's totally my fault and all that sort of stuff. But I wouldn't have done, like, I don't know if you hadn't have said anything, if I would have just carried that around with me, if I would have had the epiphany of, like, you fucked up, dude, like, mm. don't apologise to that dude. But thanks, Rick Brown. No worries. Thanks. Um, oh. I'd just like to be that calm voice of reason. Talk it down. Got each other's backs. Yeah, it was good. On air, off air, got yeah. each other's backs. Yeah, we're, we're just epiphany-laden... <laughs> Cockroaches riding the, the shit-covered vultures of success. That's true. That's what we are. Yep. As per our logo. With some Lego there somewhere. We are three likes away from 500 on Facebook. Send a friend. What's not to like? I know. Uh, no. We've tell, got a logo now. Tell, tell, a, uh, tell a friend if anyone would care to design said logo. Yeah, come on, <laughs> listeners. Get on board. There's got to be a listener out there who's already imagining what this logo looks like. Um, now it can be... Come a reality. Please tell a friend. Um, I listen Liam to a, Amor. a friend of our, uh, a friend of the podcast, a friend of ours, Dave Morris, Dave uh, Morris. who lives in Canada, British Columbia. Really? Victoria. That's far away from us. Yeah, he's an improviser friend. Has a great podcast called The Style God. I've mentioned it before. He's a great guy. And uh, it's a very easy listening uh, podcast. Uh, it's himself and a buddy named uh, Tim. And they pick a genre or a film, like a Pixar films or yeah. Disney films, or uh, um, uh, and they just talk about about that genre and dig down into it. So oh, it's nice. really great. Uh, they did an episode, their most recent one, called Furious Kane, where they compared uh, Furious 7 and Citizen Kane. And it is a very entertaining hour to nice. listen to. So if so you're looking to jump on board... Faster than Fast oh, Furious right. 7 and, yep. Citizen uh, and Citizen Kane. I saw two pieces of art that mm. uh, th- against each other, and it, w- it was a very enjoyable listen. So, Sweet. highly recommend that if you're looking for another podcast, but recommend our podcast to your friends. Yeah, I saw, sorry, I saw a preview for the last Furious movie. Yep. I don't know what it's called, but it's like Furious the End. Or oh, something, yeah, yeah, basically. yes. Fate of the Furious, it's called. It's like they've just, it's, they're throwing the rule book out of the window. I yeah. just, I, at one point, I saw cars driving along an ice sheet with a submarine breaking the ice behind them. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I've got to see this movie. Yeah, well, that's what. <laughs> Do uh, I have th- to see all the other ones? Yeah, like, no, that's what. Uh, it, it's worth a listen because that's what Dave Morris was saying. Dave said that he saw Seven first and then worked his way back through Six Fight. Right. And he'd seen the original years ago. Yeah, I've seen the original and it's pretty stock standard. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like it just grows. Yeah. From around, there. About the, around about the fourth or fifth or something. I they, think the fifth they, was the one. They, they sort of just. They, there was a slight shift in what right. they were doing, and they went, "Should we just be like a normal redhead film, or should it just be fucking crazy?" crazy yeah, town. Like, and, so, and they went, "Let's be fucking crazy." Yeah. <laughs> good, good. Choice. So this guy told Dave, like, you, "If you just agree with the rules of the universe here, you're gonna have yeah, a great yeah, time. Yeah. If you yeah. objectively look at it, it's not gonna be good." So go in with that as well. But it sounded um, like something from a Matt. 
oh, Scarecrow, what's that guy? Author uh, Matthew Riley. Riley. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know, just crazy yeah, shit. Very it's much. like, so you read those books and it's like, this is crazy shit, but it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly go, that. Exactly that. Perfect nice. comparison, so Carl. Check Woo! out the Style Thanks, Guide. Thanks, uh, uh, recommend us to a friend. That would be great. Uh, you can find our Patreon. Uh, uh, if you search us on Patreon or go to the Shop Now button on our Facebook page. Thanks so very much for listening. Uh, we uh, Our next episode is going to be a double down. So if you have... Uh, anything that you'd like us to talk about, we're, although we've talked an hour 20 this time. I was going to say we've got two hours to fill next time. Yeah. But we should be right. Yeah. We don't uh, even but need if content you... anymore. Yeah. We just talk. <laughs> Remember the early days, it was like, I've got lots of stuff. It's because I've got I, lots it's of stuff. I brought back random facts. Yeah, guys. random facts. Random facts. Yeah, it's a lovely random thing. facts to replace number facts. And it's just, I tell you, it's better. I'm alive with but possibilities. But I would like, it's uh, a leaping off point. I would like. One, we, we mentioned new theme songs. None of us have done. Oh. Yeah, but I would like to get back into some dungeon crawling. Time's I'm looking tight. at Carl. I can do that, but songs are tired at the moment because that's time. Because time's, time's yeah. And the world is crying out for more Beatles. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, God, Those okay. guys were the best. They were great. Um, get a feeling, jeweler. <laughs> Thanks very much for listening. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. Bye. See you later now. I'm going to upload this right now. Yes.